Welcome back to Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the best from the world of CrossFit. Podcasts, news, special interest, health, fitness. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notifier so you're the first to know when we have new episodes. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. My name is Scott Switzer. I'm the Clydesdale. She is Kat Shear, and we are so stoked to have back with us Carrie Pierce and Mitch McClune. They both have had individual episodes on our show. Now we're going to have them on together. So welcome, guys. Thank you. We're excited to be here. Thanks for having us. So it, I looked back kind of in history, and Carrie, you were on episode 23, one of our first ever guests. And now we are numbered episodes at 351. Uh, and then we've had bonus episodes like we did with Mitch, where we introduced all the athletes of semifinals. So this is our 507th episode. Congratulations. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And to think that like, it seems like just yesterday we talked to you um, when we didn't do video and it was on an iPhone hooked to a recorder um, <laughs> and that's how we did it back then. Um, but so awesome to have you back. It's, it's fun to think too, that, um, you know, we had Justin on Justin Kotler the first time after your amazing performance at the games and it was sort of because of that that we've like gotten into this really fun friendship with Justin and Ashley and the whole underdogs crew. So it's it's all like coming full circle. I love it. Yeah, actually, like got goosebumps like he's talking about yeah. that. So so yeah, true. That's how cool. we how it happened. So when we talked to you last, you were still in New York City. Hmm. COVID had just broke out, hmm. and we were talking about like what your plans were in in that in New York City and how you were going to deal with that. Little did we know that you were going to move all the way across the country. I didn't either. But then Justin and Ashley asked <laughs> me to, and it took me less than 24 hours to come back with them and say, yes, I'm ready to move because COVID and gyms were shut down and it was, it was crazy. And my life was, you know, was CrossFit and being the best athlete that I could be. So I just wanted to be where Justin was, who was my coach. We were both all in together and, I feel like no matter what he would have said, where he was going, I probably would have followed him, even though I was like, I need to think about it. Um, I had been to this strip, uh, Las Vegas strip when I was 16, knew nothing else about Las Vegas or anything. He coached Ryan Elrod, who was out here. And that was who kind of convinced Justin to move. And I was just kind of like, right, I want to be the best athlete I can be. Okay. I'll, I'll follow you to Vegas, even though I know the strip and I know gambling. And I don't know that there's this whole <laughs> other amazing life outside of that, but I'm going to pack up my stuff. I'm going to extend my month, one, um, my rent one more month in New York, packed up all of my stuff. We hired a moving company together, bought a one-way ticket, flew out here, stayed with a friend of a friend that I didn't know for 10 days, bought a new car and found a house to rent. And yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> so that blows my mind because in New York, you don't need a car, right? There's yeah. so much public transportation and a car actually is a pain because there's no place to put it. Or you have to pay right? like $500 a month. So it's like another rent for your car. Yeah. And you, and you don't so, need much furniture because you can't really, <laughs> the place isn't big enough for more than a few items. <laughs> no. So at least it was easy to like pack everything, you know, right. I got to make a big deal. Everything. I packed everything up and left. <laughs> I had a bed, a sofa, 
I even like left my dresser and things there. Like I had some clothes, a lot of clothes um, and shoes, but I mean, there, yeah, there wasn't like too, too much to pack, but it was mainly just like getting it and then moving it with Ashley and Justin and figuring out everything. But yeah, it's definitely a totally different life out here than it was in New York. What about the equipment? I know that I've seen days in the life that were done with you where you had a rower, I think a bike inside the apartment. Um, mm-hmm. Did that come with you? Of course. Those were like the first, I had to choose like if I needed to bring like my nice dresser or yeah, right. I had a bike erg, an assault bike, a ski erg. Um, and yeah, those, those definitely came. So ergs you know, first, like bed bike, second. Yeah. The dresser lost. It's all good. Yep. Do you Especially still have like, all the ergs? I do. Cause like during COVID too, you know, a lot of equipment you couldn't buy. And so I feel like that was, I mean, I probably could have sold it for three times as much money, um, but <laughs> I was like, I need the fitness. I need to bring this with me. <laughs> That's great. Um, so Justin describes it as that, like you two, when you were working together became like family and it didn't make sense to go to Vegas without each other. Is that how you felt as well? Yeah. I mean, like I said, in, in my mind, obviously they asked them or they asked me and they wanted, you know, my answer of if I would move with them and everything. And in my mind, I was actually like, I told him I was, I lived in Manhattan and I was getting ready to move to Queens. This was like 45 minutes away, but like trans, like transporting there, like day in, day out. Um, it, it ends up adding up and that's 45 minutes on a good day. Some days it was hour, hour 15, like depending on subway traffic. So I just, I was a hundred percent committed to getting on the podium and doing whatever that would have taken. And Justin, like I said, was equally as invested and COVID obviously changed things a little bit. Cause I was going to move 45 minutes. And instead I moved 45 hours. I think it actually was drive time. That's <laughs> how long it took them to drive from New York to Las Vegas. And yeah, I mean, we did end up becoming like a family, you know, being a successful CrossFit athlete, it was everything, um, everything that happened, you know, in my life, it was every minute of every day I was thinking about, you know, am I going to, am I doing something that's going to get me better? And having somebody that has those same goals, I feel like is so crucial to being successful in the sport. And like I said, we had the same goals together from the minute. I met him, you could just tell there was something different about his personality, about his passion for his athletes. And, you know, you're obviously an athlete, but he has such a big heart that you end up becoming family. And I think, you know, that's a big part of my success was just knowing I have him in my corner and he is doing everything in his power for me to be successful. Our first meeting, I was like, I want to be on the podium. And he's like, I'm going to get you there. And you know, fast forward later, we, it happened. Um, but still like you have to believe in that person that you're on this journey with. And, you know, like it, it takes a team, but he is definitely like, definitely was the leader of the team for me, like being my main coach. So yeah, we definitely, we were family. We spent some Thanksgivings together. Like I said, I moved across the country with them. So definitely became very close to him, Ashley, even his daughter, Ivy and little baby, uh, Jax, who's growing up so quickly. Yeah. So I want, to, I want to ask both of you this because neither one of your native Vegasans, right? I don't even know if that's a word. Um, but <laughs> when, when I, when I went to Vegas for West coast classic, all, all I knew about Vegas was the strip as well. 
Kat and I actually drove out to Justin and Ashley's place on Monday after West Coast Classic, their first place. And it was so beautiful out there with the mountains and there was a lake right there. And I was like, this is not shown on any of the um, like promotion of Vegas things. Did you love that aspect of it and all that space out there when you, after leaving New York city? Yes. Especially because like I said, I had only been to the strip before and I was just like, okay, Justin, like I'm going to trust you. I have been to Las Vegas before. It was when I was 16 for a gymnastics meet. We were on the strip, did a lot of cool things on the strip. And he's like, no, trust me. Like there it's beautiful. You're going to love it. And so Ashley and Justin actually signed a two-year lease because, you know, it reduced like the cost of rent, whatever. And I was like, no, I'm only signing a year. Like in my mind, I was like, I'm signing a year because I'm moving because of them. And I want to, you know, like do well at the games this year, but I'm not going to like Vegas. Like I don't want to live there. And that was like what I had set in my mind, because like I said, I had only seen like that small part of, like you said, what is like pushed out there about Las Vegas. And then once I moved, like even just flew here and was staying with a friend, I saw that there's this whole life like outside, like the strips, like right here. And then there's like this whole life, like outside of Vegas, there's, I mean, compared to New York, you actually have a yard, you actually have like a washer and dryer in your house that you rent. You actually have a dishwasher. Like there's all these things that you have that I didn't have in New York because you have the 600 square foot studio where I, or one bedroom where I walked up four flights of stairs, had to go somewhere else to get my laundry done like creaky old building. And it was just so beautiful here. And the sun shines basically every day, hardly ever rains. I mean, yes, it gets hot, but it's just, it's such a beautiful place. Like you said, with the mountains and like, we live in a beautiful, like almost like a resort neighborhood. And it's just every day you go outside and you're like, is this real life? Like, this is incredible. So it is a lot different from the strip. And I think that's, you know, one reason that I've fallen in love with it and people are like are you going to stay in Vegas I'm like yeah I think so and Mitch you came up from Arizona correct yes up from Phoenix so she talks about and I've been there too (laughs) I've been to Phoenix as well the mountains there are weird like they pop up and there's a little one and then there's another little one over there and and they don't really connect to each other so what was the transition like for you? Yeah, the mountains in Phoenix are like random hills. And here it's like <laughs> actual mountain range. Um, it was, I was very surprised. So I had come up in, I think it was December of 2020, because it was getting around Christmas time. I obviously had the job in Phoenix. I was working uh, as an ROTC instructor down there. Um, my home, where I'm originally from, it, back in Boston, it was kind of out of the question. I couldn't go home for Christmas. I had uh, some older grandparents and like everything with COVID, you don't want to go over and um, do something or get somebody sick that you didn't want uh, to. So I was like, okay, I'll take a little vacation. Knew some friends up in Vegas. I drove up for New Year's actually and came up and I was very surprised, almost like shocked at how similar to Phoenix, the Vegas basically surrounding area was uh like much like her i only heard of the strip i only knew of the strip uh really no exposure to anything other than that and getting up here and it's like just the most beautiful like 
area and you got the mountain ranges in the back and, and everything and you can see the strip from from basically anywhere because it's all in this like valley it was like wow this is incredible i didn't know that i was going to move here at that point when i had just come to visit but uh it was definitely it was it was definitely a surprise for me coming out so for those of our audience that don't know you two are dating do, do i have that right is that the right definition yes okay and when I look at your Instagrams, especially Mitch's, there's a lot of pictures of him lifting you up on a ton of different mountains or in front of an ocean or whatever. Where did that come up? Where did that come from? And how did it become a tradition? I have no idea. I think it started <laughs> at Lake Mead. So we went like for just like some swimming. He came out a little bit for like when we were training for the games. Um, in 2021 and i was like oh let's do a picture and then i was like let's get a fun one he's like i'll hold you and so it started like just then and then i don't know we traveled somewhere else and he's like oh yeah let's do our signature picture like i'll lift you up and i think it just like because it was like oh let's do something different than like the normal stand there smile like boring whatever i mean it's great to do that too but it's like let's do something different so and then he like came up with like the hashtag like mitch lifts carry around the world or something like that um and so, yeah, it just started like one day when we were swimming, training for the games, getting ready, and then kind of just like carried on to different places around the country. So he, he claims he doesn't know, yet he came up with all the ideas. <laughs> yep. Is he that, just doesn't that, remember. I, I, guess. That I don't right? know. I remember. I remember. <laughs> that was the first one, for sure. And I think the second one after that was... So we had, we had done swim training at Lake Mead. I think it was like a swim paddle. Uh, it was actually with Bethany there, but Bethany took the picture. Mm -hmm. And then the next time I came out, we did a, um, a bike training event at uh, Red Rocks National Park or State Park. And we basically had to, to cycle the loop of Red Rocks, which was the most miserable bike ride I've ever been on. <laughs> Uh, but Bethany took another picture of us after that one too, after we had just done 14 miles of felt continuously uphill riding. So that was fun. Now, Mitch, you so, said that you went to um, Vegas to visit some friends in 2020. Did you, were you and Carrie dating at that time or is that before you guys met? No. So that was the, uh, the first time we met. Uh, oh, so talk us, talk, tell us, walk us through that experience, please. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So like I said, we had, if, if you been... remember. Yeah. If you remember. <laughs> Carrie, <laughs> Carrie, you filled the blanks. Yes. <laughs> give a full recap for everybody. Um, but yeah, it was um, Christmas slash New Year's time of like 2020. Um, definitely wasn't going home or didn't want to get an air on an airplane with everything going on. Uh, I remember I actually spent Christmas alone in Phoenix and golfed on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And it was amazing because nobody was on the golf course. So I got to like mm -hmm. get out there and play. And then I decided I was like, I'm not going to spend the entirety of the New Year's and the kind of holiday just hanging out here alone. Uh, and I had known in my previous assignment before I was in Phoenix, I was in Albuquerque and I met some really good friends in Albuquerque through the CrossFit community, obviously with it's a great ways to make friends and meet like-minded people. And my friends from Albuquerque, just coincidentally, um, one of them is uh, doing her 
surgery residency out here in Vegas. So uh, it was a good excuse. I knew people in Vegas and I was like, you know what? Like that's drivable. I don't have to get on an airplane. It'll get me out of the house. Um, Mom, go up there and take a trip and see them. I haven't seen them in a little bit. Um, so drove up for, I think it was like the day or day before New Year's. Um, got here, was hanging out with them. Um, they both went to the same gym, the culmination that Carrie had trained at. And uh, one of my friends was, it was New Year's Eve and was like, okay, like we're going to go to the New Year's party with everybody. And it's like, okay, cool. So uh, dragged me out of the house to a New Year's Eve party. And I met Carrie there and then kind of the rest is history. I was like, it was really funny because neither of us, I think if you asked us, we probably will go to one party a year. If that uh, is very much out of both our comfort zones to be there. I think we were actually the two oldest people there, which was super fun. Uh, <laughs> just like standing off in the corner, uh, hit up some, some good conversation, obviously. And uh, I knew at that point, I was like, I'm probably going to be visiting Vegas again. I definitely want to uh, get more opportunities to talk to her. So that's what kind of started it. So you were in the CrossFit community you had to know who she was, right? Yes. That was very, <laughs> very awkward. Like getting introduced to somebody who you already know who they are. It's like getting introduced to like LeBron James or something like that. You know who LeBron James is. You're just like, Hey, I'm Mitch. And you have to it's like, Oh, I'm, I'm Carrie. Like I know. <laughs> so, so Carrie, how smooth was he that new year's Eve? Well, he just compared her to LeBron James, so I'm okay. guessing like, yeah, the rest is, is you know, his middle I'm name. LeBron James, so <laughs> pretty big deal. Um, yeah, well, I mean, similar to him, like I actually, I, I had flown home for Christmas, and I was supposed to be home through New Year's, um, but because of COVID, like I had a few plans to visit friends, but because of COVID, I ended up just coming back to Vegas sooner. So I was like, I love my family, but I'm not going to be here for ten days because I was supposed to see some friends for like three to four days. But because of COVID, I didn't want to take the chance to go see my friends and then come back to Michigan, uh, which is where my family is. And so I ended up coming back to New York or to Las Vegas a little bit sooner. And I had a friend like staying with me and he's like, oh, we should go to this New Year's party. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm not a party person. Like, I kind of would rather just like go to bed and like, like wake up and it's the new year. Like, but it was everyone at the CrossFit gym. So I was like, at least like, I'll know everybody that's there. And I was like, okay, like, let's go, but we're going to have to leave. Like, I don't want to stay later than 1230. So we'll, it'll be New Year's. We'll celebrate with everybody and then go home. Um, and yeah, I mean, Mitch that night, we, like you said, we talked a lot. Um, and it wasn't like then that, you know, I more or less like had said like, okay, yeah, this guy, it was like after he had come visit again, um, that it really like started to spark my interest more. Um, and then he reached out to me during the open when I did the open announcement and like said, good luck. And I remember, you know, I get a lot of activity during that time. And I like, was like, would, like look through and be like, oh yeah, he answered me back. And then like, kind of like kept like trying to like scout out his name. And, you know, there was a lot of these messages. So I was like trying to go through and like find him. Um, and then eventually he was like, okay, here's my phone number. If you want to, you know, not just message through Instagram. I was like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> So, so no New Year's awesome. kiss that year? No. No. Okay. No. 
So now, no, because that's the night you like, met, you know, make him earn it. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Play a little hard to get. It's all good. Yeah. Well, now that, that that happened on New Year's, do you do you do something together on New Year's to kind of commemorate, or are you still like, let's walk, just go to bed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What I originally <laughs> wanted to do, <laughs> but like we you know, like what? Welcome to adulthood. <laughs> yes. Right. We like. I think we had like a little bit of champagne last year. We like cheers to it because that was actually like right before he moved to. Las Vegas, or right after he moved to Vegas, before. That was before, I think we, we left on the third. Yeah, yeah, that was right before he moved to Las Vegas. So, yeah, because I, I was like, I thought I remember being in Phoenix, but I thought yeah. you moved to, yeah. So we just, like, spent it together and not actually at a party. So mm -hmm. that was nice. How much um, ha being around Carrie now, sort of full-time, now that you, you're living up there, how much has that improved your own fitness, Mitch? Does it rub off? Dramatically. I, uh, yeah, I think it's it's impossible not to get fitter just around her and, and obviously the, the group we have out here with underdogs. But yeah, it's it's very uh, it's very much fitness through osmosis. Uh, Good. Or he knows I'm always watching. And if he starts to slack, then I'm like, why were you only lifting 35 pounds? That's what I was using for accessory. You should be using more. I'm not afraid <laughs> to call him out. So. Yeah, it's 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 the best motivation there is for sure. Have you so, uh, have you been know. to Michigan to to meet the family? I haven't been back to Michigan. I've met her family uh, quite a bit. We're actually going so at Rogue, her her family will be there as well. So seeing okay. mom and dad and kind of hanging out with them uh, a little bit after. I think we got plans to go back to Michigan at some point. So I have to take him. He played college football, so I have to take him to the big house. To go to University mm. of Michigan football game. But yeah, he met my family 2021 games. And then last year at Rogue, got to hang out with my family. And then my brother and sister had tickets like with him. Because the way they did tickets last year, like they gave you two. And so my parents took those two. And then we bought uh, three other ones. So uh, him, my brother and sister all got to hang out and I don't know, meet each other, kind of get to know each other and get nervous and watch me. And it was fun. So Carrie, this Saturday, your Wolverines are going to host my Penn State Nittany Lions in a battle of top 10 teams. So I hate to admit, I hate to tell you this, but it's going to be a sad day Saturday. So you should For prepare you. <laughs> to have some fajitas ready, something like that. Celebratory fajitas, actually. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but we're ranked ahead of you guys. Uh, yeah, it's I'm just sure he knows. <laughs> I know. I just have to rub it in his face. <laughs> um, so one of my favorite stories, and I don't even know if you know this, Carrie. Uh, we Mitch was a color commentator for us during the games this year. Uh, we actually had him on during the games, and he he was on with Carolyn Prevo and uh, Alexis Detroit. And he was telling the story of when you film power abs, he's off to the side trying to hide. Yep. I've and they were teasing him. <laughs> and they were teasing him about how his abs looked after hanging out with you for a couple of years. And he's like, I just, I sit off to the side and just watch her and realize it's above my skill level. He does. I he like try. He did it a few times. 
um, off to the side. He was doing great. And then he's like, I'm just going to stretch now. I'm like, you need to do more hollow body holds. So I give him a hard time for that. Now. I'm like, have you been doing your hollow body holds? His abs are look, I mean, I think they're, they've gotten better for sure. So some, there's something there. That makes me feel good. Are, are you on it. the program now, Mitch? For the most part. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do quite a bit of ab work, especially with her. <laughs> so, so the joke of the, I don't know if you can see the comment. So it's from our, it's from our co-host, Charlie Odie. He, he can't get past day one of power abs. He just repeats it over and over again. He has you been know, a customer since like 2017. Early adopter. On the same day, 52 times. You know what? Him and my dad would be best friends. My dad loves day number one. He's like, <laughs> we went on our trip together and every day he did day one. I was like, dad, there's other days. And he's like, I just like day one. I like the mountain climb. And I was like, dad, like, come on. But it's, it's fun. I just love that my dad does the power abs and he enjoys it. So, and the Superman, he loves those too, but so funny. Yeah. And hey, day one is well, better Kat than has, day. I like it. True. Well, Kat is, uh, she has to coach at 4.30 here in our time. So she's going to drop off and it's just going to be us. But we'll keep this party going. Bye, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Bye, Thank Kat. you. Thank you for having me. Yep. So I want to talk a little bit about the 2021 season. Um, and I know that it didn't end the way that you wanted it to end. But I've talked to Justin and there was some indecision on your part from what he says about the 21 season. And then Bethany moved out and you and Bethany became pretty tight. And when you guys got to West coast classic, the two of you were like a buzzsaw. So walk me through like what Bethany meant to you during that season and what that West coast classic felt like. Yeah, so I'm actually going to rewind a little bit um, because I okay. met Bethany. Like, I've met her, you know, at some competitions. And, you know, you end up seeing a lot of the same faces and the same names. And she was just somebody, like, who was always so nice. Like, I always went out of my way to either sit next to her or talk to her um, in competitions. Obviously, especially the games when you have the briefings or even at Wadapalooza, just around. Um, and during the 2020 season, so the games ended up being stage one and stage two, the top athletes, you know, did stage one and me, Danielle, Brandon and Bethany all got together and did stage one in Sacramento, California. We couldn't do the workouts at the same time, but it could be like one goes, then the next and the next. So we had decided to make it fair. Each athlete would go first for the workouts for one day, second for the workouts for one day, third for the workouts for one day. So we each took turns going first you know, to be the guinea pigs for the workout, like, oh, I went too fast. I should have done this or this strategy. And my turn to go first was the third day. Um, but we woke up in the morning and Bethany was like, Carrie, or she actually told Justin first, she was like, I'm going to go first today. And Justin's like, you already went first. Like it's Carrie's turn to go first. Cause Bethany, uh, wasn't working with Justin at the time. Neither was Danielle. And yeah, Bethany's like, I'm going to go first. Like Carrie could, she's the closest to making it. Like, I want to see if I can help her make that top five. And then Danielle actually like, 
took one for the team and she's like, well, I'm going to go second. So if Bethany's going first and then, you know, I'm going to do my strategy and see what time I can get, um, you know, cause they're very opposite athletes. And so that meant I went third. And so like, I feel like that was just like such an amazing sign from an athlete because it's an individual sport. Like I, you know, had nothing to offer. She had nothing to get out of this. She only had like, you know, basically something to lose from it. But I had everything to gain. I was in, I think, even like ninth place. I wasn't like, you know, in fifth or sixth or seventh. Like I was in either ninth or tenth place going into this day. But she's like, you're the top, like with these workouts, you could possibly make it. Um, and so seeing her do Nasty Nancy first, I knew if I beat her time on that, that would be like a huge victory for me because then there was a handstand hold and then cleans GHDs and drag rope. Um and just see like that first event, being able to see her time and knowing what time I had to get, like, I've never pushed myself so hard in a workout for basically 20 minutes straight, like from the get go. So I feel like that meant more to me from Bethany than anything could have said. And then being able, like her moving out to Vegas and just being able to train with her day in, day out and see how fit physically, but mentally, I feel like it's something she's, nobody has ever seen from her because she does have like back issues. And so she was injured a lot. And the 2021 season was finally a season where she was healthy and she was incredible. Like there's no doubt in my mind, she wouldn't have been top five, if not top three at the CrossFit games, you know, if she would have competed, but it was just so much fun being able to take on West coast with her, just training day in, day out, everything we did was together for training. So like, you know, we were like this and that year will always like have a special place in my heart. It has such amazing memories. Um, and I really hope she can come back this year and be as fit as I saw her in 2021. Sorry, that was really long, but no, 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 no. She's one of our favorites. And, And I was at West coast and, you know, I, I got to know Justin pretty well that weekend and it was just fun. It was just a fun weekend where you could tell the two of you made each other better and you, you just dominated that performance. Um, and you had your own strengths, like what she did in that ruck run beating everybody, but like two men and not even being out of breath. (laughs) No, no. Everybody else was falling over the finish line and she just took off her stuff and kind of walked around. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So then you get to the games and it's the positive test and, and there it's a no go. Did you plan that, that, that you, that was going to be your last games and regardless of what happened, you were just going to end your career at that point. So in my mind, um, after the 2020 season, there was, I don't know, something in my mind that made me want to be done then. So I was like, Oh, I finished my goal. Like I've accomplished my goal. Check. Like I'm good ending on a podium. And Justin's like, but are you still having fun? And I was like, yeah. And then Danielle and Bethany like moved out there and I was like, Oh, you know, it's so much fun with them. Cause then we even had like Tola and Nat move out too. So it's just like this whole crew. And it was so much fun. I was like, well, I can't retire now just because like whatever I do now is like icing on the cake. Like I've done what I wanted to do in the sport. Um, and then obviously the 2021 testing positive for COVID wasn't ideal, but in my mind, I had already been done like the training leading up to it. Like I had even kind of prepared Bethany a little bit as well. Like 
this is my last season. Like I can feel myself like not being as mentally hungry, not enjoying the training and the process as much as I had ever before. And for me, like, I'm not going to go to the games to be top 10. Like I'm going there to be on the podium. And if I know mentally, I don't have it in me. I'm not, I'm not going to go. Um, especially cause I do have like this amazing business that is, you know, I am not dedicating that time to the business that I want to, because I am competing. And if my love for this sport isn't how it was before, and I'm not going to be like at the top of my game, I don't want to compete just to compete. Um, but there was like a couple of weeks after the games where I was like, shoot, now I have to go back again next year because I can't end like this. But then the more I thought about it and the more I kind of sat with it, I was like, no, like for me, it doesn't matter. My last memory of competing at the games is finishing at Atlanta, running across the finish line, Justin being there, giving him a big hug, then waiting for Katrin to finish and for Tia to finish. And then looking up at Justin and being like, does that mean I made the podium? And he just like, I'm going to start crying. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) Um, And just like looking at Justin. So Dustin. I know. Oh, Oh, it's all your fault. What are you throwing my eyes? Um, (laughs) And just being like, does that mean I made the podium? And he just like looked at me and had the biggest smile on on his face. And I just like waterfall like tears and I like buttery bros like caught it um but I'm like I can't talk that you know like and just especially like now at the games you know like your coach isn't there when you finish like just being able to finish and like celebrate that time with him because you know coaches obviously they're recognized but they're not nearly recognized as much as they should be and like obviously I was the one that got to stand on the podium but you know without like Justin is there with You know, like all of his work is done through me and I do what's written on the paper. Um, But it was just such an incredible experience to be able to just like have that as my last memory, just finishing out Atlanta and being on the podium. So luckily I got an invite to compete at Rogue. And so I got to compete at Rogue in October. And that was kind of like, you know, like the grand finale for me, just being able to go out, compete with all the other games athletes because they were all there. and really just having fun. Obviously I want to do my best, but it wasn't the same kind of pressure that you put on yourself for the games, especially knowing like it was my last individual competition being on the floor and soaking up every second before the workouts, like taking a minute and just like looking around and looking at the crowd and just like, you know, I, I love competing. I, I loved it while I did it, but I was, I was ready to walk away. So I'm just grateful that I got that invite from Rogue because, you know, they invited the top games athletes and then some special invites. And I was like, okay, like I'm content with myself, you know, not being able to compete at the games this year, but being able to compete at Rogue instead. Yeah, it's so I'm, I feel so privileged that I was at West Coast Classic and I was at Rogue in 2021. So I got to see like the last two events of your career which I think is good because even though 2020 was that memory that you telling the story gives me goosebumps, like all of that, nobody got to see it in person. And maybe that's what made it even more special for you because it was an intimate moment that you can't get any other way. Um, But at least you had West coast and you had rogue to say goodbye to the fans. Um, And I was lucky enough to be out in the outfield with Justin 
during the chipper at, at Rogue that you won. And before it even started, like, you know, he's got his chest puffed out. Like, this is her event. Like, yeah, the, the, there's no question here. Like, she's taking this event. This is her. This is her swan song. This is her goodbye to the CrossFit community. And man, you crushed it. Thank you. Like everything he predicted. <laughs> and it was so fun watching that with him because he's like, oh, this is where the, this is where she's flipping the switch. Like every moment, like, cause he had been with you for so long. He knew every intricacy of where you were going to do your damage. And it was so, so cool to experience. So with that, you, you hang it up and you now do fitness for fun and you have a business that's based on fitness and you meet this guy from Arizona who moves to Vegas. So in the first season after you have retired, but your boyfriend is competing. So did that give you a taste enough supporting him through that the the beginning of the season all the way to semis uh that you got enough of it back to 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 be okay yeah especially the individual competition i like because i got to like coach him at max so i was like this is actually really nice it's a lot less stress just like <laughs> coaching holding his gatorade like oh do you need a drink oh let me go make sure like we have the correct check-in time and just like going and talking, like it was nice seeing other people from the CrossFit community. Like it's cool still being involved and seeing a lot of the other athletes and coaches and stuff, you know, that I've seen along the way, even some of the behind the scenes people. Um, so it's nice still having a good reason to go. I mean, if, you know, obviously it was with underdogs, I could do that too, like with Justin, but it was nice, like having Mitch be able to compete, but I will say sometimes it's more nerve wracking watching because you don't have control <laughs> than actually like competing yourself. I'm like, why are you resting so much? Like, stop resting. <laughs> but in my mind, I'm like, I know I would be dying too, but it's like, you know, easy to like judge from the like, outside coming in. <laughs> like Mitch, why aren't you doing 50 unbroken handstand pushups? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I can. <laughs> exactly. Like, do you really need that extra breath? Do you need that extra chalk? No. Get on that bar. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we go to Mac and it, the lifting event. And one thing that, that Carrie Pierce never did was get like super high or super low after an event, at least, at least X outwardly. Mitch is very different. I'll do that. Mitch gets fired up. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it like being an athlete who was very steady Eddie and then you have this boyfriend out here, fist bumping, fist pumping and slamming weights down. And <laughs> Right. I think, I mean, I think it, it's funny too, because like you meet him and his personality is not like that. Oh, like you talk to him and it's just like smooth, steady, like whatever, not really any highs, any lows, but then like weightlifting, like that gets him going. And I guess, I don't know. I just never <laughs> had like, like I like weightlifting and I like lifting heavy, but I don't know. I guess I never just had that same like fire for weightlifting that he has. Um, and I'm like, I like try, like, especially if I hit a PR, it's like, okay, I need to like get excited for this. And hopefully that'll help me lift more in the future. Um, but yeah, I, just me as a person, I think it's like competing too. Like 
in my mind, I'm like, I can't let myself get too high and get too excited about something because then like in my mind, it might just like crash. Or like if I get too low and worry too much about something, then it's going to affect my next event. So like the way I am just like as an athlete, like I'm like, yeah, okay, next. (laughs) But I mean, it is, it was really cool getting to watch him and see him hit his lift and like get super pumped and the finger point, like that was awesome. So I got excited watching it. It's like you said, we're different athletes. Um, but I think everybody has what works for them. And if, you know, getting pumped gets you excited and gets you like feeling good and in the zone and getting ready to crush the next workout, go for it. I just like to, you know, conserve my energy as much as I <laughs> can until it's over. And then I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so even backstage, cause I was, I was kind of off the where the, they walked off the floor, I was trying to get interviews. He was still fired up even walking back there. Now, most of the rest of the weekend, he was not. But that, that no, event, he was well, fired up. <laughs> See, that's where I save my energy, so I have enough. So, Mitch, when you're on the floor and and your girlfriend is saying, why do you need that extra breath? Are you out there thinking... I'm not you. Because <laughs> I wasted all the energy in the lifting event getting all fired up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like, yeah, I mean, you're just, you're kind of in at that point, like I can see her in the stands and you know, she's watching and you're fired up and you're trying to do the best you can. But like when you're dying, you're, <laughs> you're dying. So it's like, <laughs> uh, I, I can't, but yeah, there's there's definitely like that little bit of extra motivation there when she's watching for sure. But uh yeah, sometimes you're just gassed most of the time for me, actually. But it is what it is. So so what is the mindset difference between you kind of a a perennial semifinalist, um, very high-end athlete, and someone like Carrie who has the potential to win the games. Do you go into the seat? What, what is the different mindset or is it different per person and not necessarily by rank? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, I, I can definitely tell you just from experience and being exposed and seeing how she trains and how she gets after everything. It is a night and day difference. And like I've seen other games, athletes like kind of go about their business and even semifinals level athletes. And you see the level of focus and attention to detail that people take with things. And like some people, Oh, this is accessory and they'll pencil with it. And that's done. This is done. My warmups kind of done. My mobility's kind of done. And you flip the switch and you look at what she does day in and day out in the gym and how she approaches and attacks every single thing that's written on the paper and that is there for her to do with the intensity as if it were a max lift at the CrossFit Games. And it's that's very much what's the separator between like the average athletes, the good athletes, the great athletes, just the focus and attention to detail. Like this is what it takes to be at this level and she very much knows it and she's going to do everything to to, to get to that level. And that's in the gym with what's written on the paper and programming that's outside of the gym with going to bed early, mobilization, 
diet, exercise, like anything you could imagine, it's being maximized and she's doing it. Where, I mean, other folks, they are not willing to, to kind of go there and, and put in the work that I think everybody, everybody at this point knows the level of attention to detail it takes. I mean, if you listen to Matt Fraser talk in any podcast, he didn't use steak knives before the CrossFit Games because like <laughs> that level of attention to detail to be the best. And you'll hear people, whether it's at the semifinal level or even middle of the pack games level, that it's like, oh, I eat, live and breathe and sleep CrossFit. And it's like, do you though? And it's it's very much, are you saying that because it's the thing to say and you need to convince yourself you are? Or are you the person that is actually doing it every single day? She is. So who are you, Mitch? <laughs> I am the person who gets after it as much as I can, uh, has a f- three jobs, works those, um, <laughs> and I train as much as I can, as much as that job will allow me to. I love training. I love getting after it. I know that it's probably not to the level it needs to be to be a top-level games athlete, but it's I'm, I'm doing everything I can to maximize my potential. And honestly, like I just love doing it. And if you look at, it's funny, we talk about the lifts and the finger point and the yelling. Uh, I do that in my garage alone most of the time. So there's very little difference between me on the competition floor and me just getting after it by myself in the garage. Like I, yeah, I just love doing it and being a competitor and a semifinals athlete um, gives me that outlet to do it in front of people, but I would be doing the same type of stuff regardless. Uh, And it's just, I, I really enjoy it. And I really like putting the work in on seeing how good I can get as an athlete, you know? If I could just be a fly on the wall when you are celebrating in the garage alone, <laughs> I I would love that. Cause I'm sure I do the same thing. I am positive. I do the same thing. I just, it's probably like just a reflex. Cause I'm, I'm with you. I hit a big lift. I'm going to let you know I hit a big lift. Yeah. I'm going to let everybody in my garage. Cause I can't do anything else. (laughs) I'm going to let my neighbors know who probably at this point are very confused. Why somebody is screaming at the top of their lungs at six in the morning. (laughs) And after they heard a barbell crash. Like, no, I put it from the ground over my head. (laughs) Well, we are, we are, Man, this is this hour is going so fast. I'm going to have to skip a couple things. So, fajitas. I know that you two love fajitas. Is that the thing you do to kind of decompress to try to find the best fajitas in a town? Yep. And that's just yeah, like our go-to thing. I mean, you know, we've looked at found quite a few places in Las Vegas. And now whenever we travel, then we usually just like Google the best fajitas and, or we ask for recommendations to try and find the best ones. But I think so far we'll agree that the best ones are Juan's fajitas here in Las Vegas. Juan's flaming and fajitas. That's, oh, they, yeah. they light them on fire. And, and that's anywhere in the world? So far that we've been. Okay. But we haven't, I'm gonna we try to... together haven't traveled the world yet. Yeah. yet. We're getting there. But I think, you know, after we retire and stuff, then that's going to be our venture is just traveling around and finding the best fajitas. 
and maybe ice cream too, but for sure fajitas. Everybody has to have goals. You're right. Right. And that's a good reason so, to travel, um, right? Exactly. Cause you have the fajita and then you got to cleanse the palate with some ice cream. Done. Yep. There you go. I'm hoping to get to Vegas before the end of the year. Drop in and see my friends. So I'll have to go to Juan's because I am yep. a fajita fan. Now I'm on a, I'm on a nutrition kick right now. So their local joint here makes a vegetable fajita. That's not peppers and onions. What is it? It's cauliflower, carrots, and broccoli. Wow. And, and zucchini. And oh. zucchini. You can have that one. <laughs> Stick to it. Yeah. That doesn't sound uh, as appetizing. It, it, was, it was surprisingly very good. I was really surprised. Hmm. Um, and it's a good alternative. So it helps me out. But, and they have regular. Mm -hmm. They have the regular fajitas as well. I just yeah. am trying to avoid that for now. Yeah. We mainly do like chicken and steak. Those are usually one of us gets chicken and the other one gets steak and then we like split it. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This place has chicken with steak and they mm -hmm. have it for two. You can get fajitas for two. Perfect. So there's a couple places we've done Wands, that. But, yeah. yeah. Wands you can too. Yeah. Um, you're going to rogue, uh, rogue legends. how do you see yourself as a legend? I do. I do. I'm, you know, the four time fittest American female. Of course I'm a legend. <laughs> and that's like, you know, something I want people to remember me for like in the sport is just being, you know, super consistent. I was 21st the first year I went, but then I was fifth at the games, 10th at the games, sixth at the games, fifth at the games, third at the games. Like, you know, I'm, People should remember me. Um, like I said, four time fittest American. One time I was second. And so, you know, five years in a row being one of the top two fittest in your country, I think is something that I should re be remembered for. Also, you are remembered for something. And it's funny. We're calling today at Clydesdale Media, Mary Day. Oh, do you know why it's Mary Day? Because I'm because on the podcast. <laughs> and you know who we had on earlier today? Noah. Noah. Yeah. Two, I just missed the two that. winners of Mary. Yeah. But wait, but and, but who won? Oh, oh, we know who won <laughs> by a full round. <laughs> but who's counting? Who's counting? Right. Right. <laughs> do you do you think that is the most in the zone you have ever been at during an event? Yes. The most in the zone I've been and the most fun I've ever had. Like that workout was just so much fun. And people are like, like, cause when I say like my favorite CrossFit games workout, I'm like Mary. And they're like, not Atalanta. I was like, Atalanta. It put me on the podium. It was amazing when it was done. But like during Mary, I just had so much fun. And like you finished and I was like, obviously like I was kind of tired, but it wasn't that like exhausted. Like I just want to lay on the ground and I don't know, sulk in my sorrows kind of feeling. It was like, that was so much fun. And I just dominated that workout and you could hear the crowd. And like, after finishing my last set of pull-ups, I was like, Oh, I could be done. And then everyone's screaming and there's like 10 seconds left. I'm like, well, I'm going to go do another set of handstand pushups because I can. Um, and so it was just so fun. And like, 
you know, Justin before the workout was like, you just need to be a robot. Just do your handstand push-ups. You go to your pistols, you do your pistols. You go to your pull-ups, you do your pull-ups. You go back to your handstand push-ups. You, you don't think you're a robot. And like, I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And hey, I mean, it ended up working. So, you know, one of the many reasons Justin and I got along so well, he says, be a robot. I'm a robot. <laughs> there you go. I, I don't have it in my notes. I'm, I'm doing this off memory. You got 23 rounds. Is that right? I believe so. I should know, but yeah, I'm going to say 23 is correct. Yeah. I'm doing that from memory. Um, That's impressive. That is, that is, that is a 20 minute AMRAP that you're doing more than around a minute. Yep. Of five handstand pushups, 10 pistols and 15 pull-ups. Oh yeah. Oh, that's just, that. that's yeah. not even comprehensible by me. Yeah. It was like 300. 300. Yeah. It was like over 300 pull-ups. I think they said. Good that wow. So I'm going to move to Mitch. Mitch, uh, there was a rumor when we had you on, you, you said it kind of under your breath that you may be going team this year. Yes. Trying is to. That, is that, is that still the plan? That is still the plan. If we can find two uh, two females, me and me and Raf Duran uh, are out there. We're on we're on the hunt. I think we're doing a bit of recruiting to to find some folks that are uh, interested in coming out to Vegas. I don't actually know what the team eligibility requirements are this year, so there might be might not have to move out full time for it. But uh, yes, definitely on the lookout there. So. Uh, hopefully well, put the, together the rule book well. will be out. The rule book will be out next month. Mm -hmm. But as of now, the only thing that they've stated is the person has to do all the open workouts at the affiliate. Yep. So I think that that opens up the, the recruiting angle quite a bit for us, which is pretty cool. So yeah, we're, we're still looking, we have a, a few we think might be interested, but uh, we're still out there. So it's exciting, especially this time of year, but that is the plan. I mean, worst case scenario, uh, we don't get two females and then I'm just back on the individual floor pointing and yelling at the camera for no reason. So <laughs> no, you lifted a lot of weight. It was for a good reason. So either way, I'm excited for, for next season, for sure. Hopefully have a, a super fit coach, uh, getting after it. So be good. Well, I think because you and Raf were both color commentators for us during the games, your significant others are very fit. Now, I think your answer back then was, well, they're too fit for us. I know my, I know where I stack up on this. Uh, <laughs> here. Yeah. This, there is uh there's levels to this and we are not at that level uh, for sure. Plus she's, uh she's having so much fun enjoying the retired life. So there's, there's that. I wouldn't ruin that. Plus, I don't okay. want to be the boyfriend that's on the team and the significant other is like 12 rounds ahead and they're turning around yelling at me on the ground as I'm dying doing burpees. Like, come on. You see that at the games. I don't want to be that person. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be that would be pretty ugly because I know my wife and I like I've we've tried to work it. Someone partnered us together in a workout like she was yelling at me two minutes in <laughs> and. Yeah. It didn't last long. Yeah. And we actually, when we were talking to Noah, cause he has announced that him and Chandler are doing a team in two years and 
we asked about Chandler's wife and he said, well, maybe they don't want to put that dynamic into their relationship. <laughs> so, so it's not just here. For sure. Um, Definitely smart. So I would be remiss not to bring up power abs a little bit, Carrie. Um, it is, it is becoming a global phenomenon. You now have fit P H I T and power abs Anything else in the works from, from Power Abs or are you working on anything else? Uh, so yes, yeah, so we actually have Power Abs, we have Fit, um, and we have a bunch of different Fit workouts because right now that's what people are loving. So we have like a low impact Fit because a lot of people, you know, want to do a high intensity workout, but don't want all the jumping associated with it. So I created low impact Fit and some people are like, oh, that's harder than Fit. I'm like, well, yeah, you know, you need a good workout. It's only 10 minutes. That's like the premise of all of our workouts is just 10 minutes. And we do have a fit strength program too, because I feel like, you know, a lot of women out there, obviously not in CrossFit, but a lot of women are shied away from strength training. And so that was something that I wanted to create just to get out there and have women not be afraid of lifting weights and know the correct way to do it. Um, but we do actually have a shoot coming up very soon uh, for a new product, uh, which I'm really excited about. I'm obviously not allowed to mention it here, but like I said, Fit is doing pop, doing really well, and we have another shoot coming up. So that's fun. It's just been exciting for me. We're doing our third 21 day challenge. Uh, we're in the middle of our fall transformation challenge. It's 21 days, 21 minutes a day, and there's like. I think like 1200 people doing it just about, um, all around the world, which is really cool because it's just through Facebook. We all get to work out together live, like I said, for 21 minutes. And then there's like an accountability, uh, factor that goes into play. And I have like some nutrition tips and things like that for people. And they're just really enjoying the variety of the workouts, getting to work out with me and other people from around the world, whether it's live or afterward. Um, and we've gotten some amazing before and after pictures taken from it. So it's cool just being able to jumpstart people's health and fitness journey, especially if they're not, you know, exactly into working out or don't like working out like we do. Um, so it's been cool just to positively impact people like that, whether it's through the programs or through the challenges um, or whatever we're doing. So is Mitch going to be in this challenge and is he going to be on Facebook with everybody? <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty camera shy. Maybe one day, one day I'll get him out of it. We've done a few like reels and things together. So at least he's willing to be like on the feed that way, but I haven't got him to do any live videos yet, but maybe you saying something will get him on the one. We got to work our way up there. All right. So my last question to you guys is where's the next travel place to check out fajitas? And I'm not counting Austin for Rogue, which actually there's some really good fajitas there. Well, you're going to have to tell us where that is. Um, and actually, we were like maybe thinking of going somewhere for a day trip for Thanksgiving. Um, so we might have to scope out. I mean, and it would be like a day trip, like maybe like a three hour drive from Vegas. So either like Grand Canyon or Big Bear in California. So like somewhere like that. Um, like, a, like I said, a day or two over like Thanksgiving time frame. So I'm not sure exactly where it is because then the next travel we have, I mean, Wadapalooza. So I'm guessing you're not counting uh, Miami either. So 
whatever our day trip is for Thanksgiving. But there is another great place in Vegas called Ola or something that one of my friends recommended. So we need to try that place out. So, I mean, we might not even travel anywhere. We need to hit up that place because word on the street is they have the best fajitas that one of my friends has ever had. So we'll be, we'll be the deciders of that. Yeah. The place my wife and I went to, I think it was called Abuela's in Austin. And it's actually out in Red Rock by the stadium. Okay. That's perfect. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was, it was really good. It was different than like a Northern fajita. Like it was more onion than pepper. Um, uh, But the meat was delicious. So it's, yeah. And actually everything I got Tex-Mex down there was really good. Yeah. We ended up just getting uh, tacos last year afterward because it was like right down the street from the venue. We're like, we are starving. So that was, that was easy just to get tacos, but we didn't get fajitas there last year. Yeah. Well, you're in, you're in Tex-Mex country. You got to get, try some fajitas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's only fair to go on to the, into the book of best fajitas in the world. You got to You got to Yeah. Gotta it's a requirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so it. last thing is go Penn state. Um, go blue. Kick, kick ass this weekend. Go and, blue. Uh, <laughs> Beat state. Beat Penn state. <laughs> Guys, this has been a blast. I had so much fun today. Um, thank you so much for jumping on and good luck at rogue. Uh, you legend. And thank we'll you. be watching uh, and cheering you on from here. Do you know, do you know if it's a competition this year or are they just doing? I hope so. Yeah, we don't know. They haven't really given us many details yet. So we'll find out. I don't know. Maybe when we get there, maybe before, maybe after (laughs) they said we would know some of the workouts before. So I don't know. The unknown and the unknowable. Yeah, you're right. We're just going to show up and be ready to work out. All right. We'll we'll catch you guys soon. Bye guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining Clydesdale Media for today's episode. If you liked what you hear, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and make sure you hit the notifier so you're the first to know when new episodes are out. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time with Clydesdale Media.